It's almost like that. Yeah, it's a good um, simulation. What's up to our sidekicks and henchmen out Are there in the recording? Geek Nation? You're listening to Spoiler Alert. Friends with an air quotes. <laughs> You're listening to Spoiler Alert. <laughs> I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is Noel. Hey. And Brian Lee. Hey, hey, hey. Wait for me to finish your name before you just go. Hey, hey. Can you say it again? Brian Lieb. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to interrupt and cow me. I would never. Uh, I would and never. Al- and also, Len, a.k.a. the Bet Tribble. What's up, Holla's your boy? Uh, Does anyone ever holler at their boy? Mm-hmm. I oh. felt like I just hollered right now. <laughs> I oh showed you. A That's true. Holler. Uh, some, some folks have hollered at my boy. <laughs> uh, with all sorts of <clears throat> hollering. Well, yeah. If nipples holler, yeah. All right, so uh, we got an email. We got letters. We we have one letter. Wait, who's it from? Who could it be <laughs> now? <laughs> well, it's from Christopher Saint Saucy. Good night. Who'd have thunk it? Oh. Hmm. He's uh, in a whole week. Let's see. Uh, he gives me a bunch of sass about emails not getting read. It's been so many weeks. And, oh, they flat out. I've sent emails to Gutter Talk the last two weeks, but they were flat out ignored. I wrote in the Cannibal Horrorcast, but you're never going to do another one. As for my questions last week, I do pre-order my books. That's not what I was saying. Right now, if I looked, if I looked Googled previews world hmm. it would tell me what books are coming out in two weeks and if i peruse that list i could pick out what books i had pre-ordered that are coming out that week and add up the cost of them factoring in the taxes and my discount so i would hmm. know exactly what i was spending in two weeks and i could set that forty dollars and 35 cents aside from my paycheck when i cash it on tuesday hmm. Ooh, okay he's, yeah, yeah, he's got a whole plan actually yeah, you sound I like could, you got it under control I, yeah 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 i used to do that uh, yeah totally like yeah, yeah. a decade or so ago when i first started reading comics you hmm. know like part-time job did all the did all the research the batman movie i am talking about is indeed an animated feature and i am fairly certain that both jd and len have mentioned it being their favorite batman movies i personally hate it and hate that the character is making a comeback apparently Mm -hmm. it's batman mask of the phantasm (laughs) is it yes is that character making a comeback? that's not my favorite batman movie i'm still 1989 Really? Oh, yeah. It's not my favorite Batman movie. My favorite Batman movie live action is Batman Begins. Hmm. But what's your favorite animated film? My favorite Batman animated film is Batman Return of the Joker. Yep. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So So, I'm going to oscillate between Batman Begins and Dark Knight on any given day hmm. and agree with you on Return of the Joker. There's just, I'm sorry. I Yes, I know Dark Knight is, quote unquote, the best Batman movie. It's my favorite. Hmm. It's It's my favorite. But the it's considered the best. Uh, yeah, I was air quoting all over right. that. It was just, I was just waving <laughs> right. air quotes up and right. down. Um, got some on me. But I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they do right. tend to splash. So, it's um, raining air quotes. Um, Hallelujah. But the 1989 is such a nostalgia run for me, and it's so fun, and I just it really puts me in a, hmm. a very pleasant headspace just 
being in there. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm. yeah. I know it's not technically the best. It's huh. got its problems. Well, I mean, we just explored it recently. Right. Yeah, we, we did. did. Len. It was fun. Yes, we did on uh, Audio Triples, which is available on the Gutter Talk podcast feed. You Sweet. will see where Noel, JD, and myself, and Randy from Black Tribbles, the Super Tribbles, sat down and did a audio commentary to Batman 1989. That was so fun. It was really fun. Yeah. Also, yeah. movie eras haven't changed yet, right? So, like, we're in a, a different time of movies from the 89 one, but Dark Knight we're still, is still pretty modern. Yeah. So, who knows? Maybe in time people will be like... Like, you might 20 years from now be like, it's my favorite. But looking back, it does have some problems. Mm. You know, who knows? To his point about Batman Mark, uh, Mask of the Phantasm, though, um, I guess that character was his childhood, like, a love of his life when he was yeah. younger. And then comes back and I think takes over a father's role, if I remember. Cause she her, was avenging her father. Right. Mm. Cause her fa- but her father, I thought her father was the first Phanta- Phantasm she no, I think him. the Phantasm was like made up. It's been a long time since I watched it. I think it was, yeah, it me was too. just made up by her, but it was in retaliation to okay. her mm. father being like in with the mob and being right. killed by it. Yeah. I don't know. I do know this. Hmm. This mystery yes. is not the long Halloween. Like this no. this mystery has been going on <laughs> way too long. Just say the name of the fucking movie. Oh, All right. He continues, JD, I think the Unity Saga is a lead-in to the Legion book proper, which will be out in November. I'm really interested in that book, and I'm not quite sure why these two issues were necessary. When Mark Wade launched his version of the Legion, he launched it off the back of his and Jeff John's Legion slash Teen Titans special. In it, the previous Legion was sucked into oblivion, and we just... And we got just the briefest intro of what the Legion was going to be about, along with our introductory character, Invisible Kid... Hmm. Fuck Doomsday Clock. Oh. I'll buy that oh. final issue. <laughs> if only so when I sell it at the local half-priced comic shop, I'll have the whole series to sell. Where is if, this half-priced comic shop? Right. If he somehow pulls this book off and the f- final is interesting, then just maybe I'll keep it, but that's a huge if. I do want to say that Berserker Unbound had a terrific second issue, and if they had actually started with it and then flash back to the stuff from issue one, it would have been much better. Glad Len is on the show now. Christopher St. Saucy, good night. Hey. I mean. See, and Len didn't even want to read the email. No, I didn't. It's true. Still wish he didn't. I am glad he's enjoying Berserker Unbound. Yeah, and that was our thought about it, was like zero issue Yeah. was number one. Should have been a zero issue. For sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When it comes out in a trade, I'll check it out. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to that Mark Wade Barry Kitson Legion run, uh-huh. which is one of my all-time favorite Legion runs. Really? Um, yeah, really cool. I thought they did a really cool job of like um, cool costume design, cool like cool, um, revamps of of people's power. Like uh, Shipwreck Girl was from a was from a world where they were all her, mm-hmm. and three of them left. And oh then, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then they would all like remerge every so often. But then they didn't want to remerge with the three that left because they had left that planet. That is and, cool. Yeah, or like. You know, different things like that. Um, I that just way, really like that run. That run didn't last that long. Did it, it wasn't. It was a. Li- it was like bordering on respectably long, but pretty short. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like I, I yeah. want to say it was like twenty to thirty something. Something issues like because that. Yeah. One of the reboots. Yeah. Essentially yeah, 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 yeah. There was the Legion of Three Worlds, and then that. it was done. And it turned out that they were from Earth Prime, I believe. Like they were actually inspired by comics 
of Superman and Superboy. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 right. Has that one been been collected for that shit? That Flash, that Silver Age Flash shit. And which which run is this? Because I want to read this. This is the Mark Wade Barry Kitson run. Has that been collected? You don't like Barry Kitson? Oh, I liked it a lot. Has uh, it been collected? I don't know. I read it when it was coming out, so I yeah, never see, really I, looked. I, but, yeah. It's one that I remember. It might be out of print. Seeing. Yeah. I'm sure it was like, collected, and it's now out of print. L- yeah. Looking for, yeah. like, oh, you know, that might be cool, because yeah. even then, I was, like, starting my transition to trade, so mm-hmm. I didn't oh, grab it up. That sounds like a like a thing well, that I would enjoy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's safe to say that you were the only one at this table that has a favorite Legion run. So it's not true. So we're all, we're all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a you have, yes. You have a favorite he's a, he's Legion, a Legion, Legion fan? I didn't know you were Oh, a I'm a hardcore Legionnaire. I'm a Legionnaire, dog. What are you talking about, dog? What's your favorite run? All right. My favorite run, my absolute favorite run is Paul Leavitt's and Keith Giffen, which takes you into the Great Darkness saga and all that. Because... Keith Giffen really just took the whole Legion world and just rebuilt it. He's the one that um, created his own Interlac. They had their mm. own. Language oh, they created for- Interlac. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. He's the one that 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 created their own whole language, and every Legion had Legionnaire had a particular symbol, Interlac symbol that was just their name, mm. um, and that's when comic coloring started really getting into like um, doing color holds mm. and. Keith Geffen was having balls out fun with it. He was having. Hold on, f- tell the people what a color hold is. Color hold is where so you will draw you'll draw like um, like an energy beam or something, and as opposed to it being like inked in black, mm. it'll be inked in like the color of the beam, mm. you know. Um, and he was doing that in Legion, and he was also doing backstories of Doctor Fate in Flash, and it, mm-hmm. and he was just having balls to the wall mm. fun with that stuff man so that was my favorite legion run but i'm still a sucker as much as you really can't read them because they really read bad <laughs> but i'm still a sucker for 70s legion with dave cockrum and mike grell oh yeah because good costume designs one thing <laughs> <Dave Cockrum Yeah. laughs> oh yeah <laughs> every woman's hips were just like the the costume was cut out around her hips right? yes. Yes. yes big side hip guy yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord. man likes the side hip yeah and then keith giffen <laughs> is the one that came back Mm. Um, in the '80s, for the five years later, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. run which yeah. nobody likes, but I love. And they actually had announced that they were going to be putting it out as a, um, finally know. collected next year. Oh, yeah. and I pre-ordered it, mm. and then I got the the message saying like they they oh. they're not going to print it. Aww. Oh, that sucks. Ain't that some shit? So no, the, no. the Mark Wade Barry Kitson run was fifty issues. Mm. However, wow, it's pretty respectable. It was, it was broken into. Is that the one so, that switched to Supergirl yep. and the Legion? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Oh, issue right. one, yep. 15, one yeah. through fifteen was Legion of Superheroes. Then it was Supergirl and the Legion of Superheroes for issues sixteen to thirty-seven, hmm. and then thirty-eight to fifty it went back to Legion. My feeling on the Legion, since nobody asked me, is I feel like I'm missing out on a great big portion of the DC universe hmm. with the Legion, mm-hmm. but I also feel that it its time has passed for me. Hmm. If I was going to get into it, it would have been when I was in my tens you know what i mean (laughs) um i because i tried you had lent me len uh trade paperback of the great darkness Darkness saga Mm. and i was like i can't uh, i didn't Mm. i started it and then never made it through it and i feel it's the same way when i go back and revisit x-men by chris claremont oh yeah i never and i just like i can't do it i think you got to read something as it's coming out unless it's certain things you know certain things like there are some things you can go back and and read and they're great but you know, Great Darkness Saga is probably better for Len 
because he read it yeah, when it came out. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a bunch of things like that where it's like uh the the entry point feels insurmountable. Um, like, um, Sandman, mm. uh, Legion. Like, uh, there's no. There seems like there aren't, you know, entry points. And if there were, they were decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. But Sandman's encapsulated. But yeah, that's a whole it's, other. It's, it's <laughs> the whole other conversation. But the, yeah, yeah. the starting point is insurmountable. When oh, I look I at it, be like, hey, everybody, you should give this a shot. Yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. see ninety issues and mm. offshoots. It's it mm. feels insurmountable. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. an issue one, <laughs> but it's. But Sandman also a has at least like a singular voice and writing style right. that you, you can find your way around when you're trying to get into something like Legion, yeah. which dates back to an old school tra- tradition of writing. Yeah. That's a hard, that, you know, that's a hard leap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm legitimately excited for the Brian Michael Bendis Legion that's coming up. I'm like, Oh, here's my jumping on point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys want to talk about some books? Well, before I thought we had some housekeeping we had oh, to take care of. Oh, we do have some oh housekeeping my. to do. Thank you so much Call Len, for out. bringing this to my attention. I totally forgot Thanks, about Len. it. And I feel like <laughs> for those of us who have been listening for the last couple of episodes, uh, we have had some new segments on the show. We had Thunder Rounds. Thunder Round. And uh, the Back Issue Book Report. And so the idea of the back issue book report is to do the fucking book report, Brian. Hmm. So two <laughs> over two weeks ago, Brian was given the book report for Optic Nerve. Optic Nerve 12. by Adrian Tomine. Don't know if I'm saying that right. But how many how many times in the past several weeks have you done that book report, Brian? Zero times, JD. Zero times, <laughs> JD. It was only You're right. Zero times. Zero times. <laughs> uh, so we've decided that a new uh, repercussion for not doing her book report is another book report. So uh, I went into the back issues again, and I eh, it was supposed to be a punishment, but this looks really fun. It's kind of fun, but so I kind of feel like that's the whole thing. DC annual, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the show should be fun. You are correct. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, uh, so annual number one from DC, Blue Devil, Summer Fun from 1985. You're going to give us... Two book reports. Two next book reports. Now, as I understand, and the repercussion is for the first one, it's sort of random. For this one, you just picked one yes. that you thought would be yeah. uh, apropos. Yes. And now that I actually just, I just wanted to see what that book. what that book is about. Let's find out. Honestly, yeah. Next week. <laughs> next week. Yes. Next Are you week. sure, or yeah, is yeah. it going to be like Who four weeks say, from now? Yeah. If it's anything like. Other book reports I've done in my life, <laughs> or done or not done in my life. So I, I hope, I, I hope that we, um, that well, I almost hope we have a light week next week because there's potentially going to be three book reports. It's true because we it's are true. not going to drop this no. bit. That's it right. will happen. It will happen. You know what? And only because someone had written us in and said, "You guys are going to forget about these." Soon, which ensured that we are yeah. not going to forget about Plus, these new segments. Back your book report is a really fun bit that yeah. we we can't let slide just because of my uh, lackadaisical attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the books of the week. Event Leviathan number four, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Artist is Alex Maleev, and Diamond Comics website has this to say about this particular issue. I want you to pay close attention to what I'm about to read and see just how much it lines up with the book at hand. 
Batman versus Superman exclamation point witness the interrogation of the decade as Bruce Wayne tears into Superman to find the missing piece of the Leviathan puzzle they both need. It's a battle of wits and wills as the greatest detectives in the universe get together to figure out the why and how of Leviathan before it's too late. And when that doesn't work, in comes Lois Lane. (laughs) <laughs> From the creative team of Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev, it's another fully painted noir thriller that will tear a bloody trail through the DC universe. That is 3% true. Is that who wrote and drew it? Wait, the- Yeah, that is exactly right. They got the names right. I mean, there was an interrogation, but it was like a friendly one. Yeah, like, hey, do that you mind wasn't if we an have interrogation. The room? That sure. was like, uh, sup, bro? <laughs> yeah. What'd you see? No, for really, what'd you see? Yeah, just see some stuff. <laughs> what was going on? And let me ask you, JD, would you consider this to be a painted comic book? Nope. <laughs> nope. This is digitally drawn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. You can digitally paint things. That is also. I'm not discounting digital painting as paint, as not painting, uh, but this is not painted. No, th- I'm sorry. Digitally painted still to me is supposed to uh, present the characteristics as if it was mm. painted. Mm. This does not. No, it's just comic books. It's just colored. Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm thinking of Art Germ right now for some reason. He's the first person or they are the first person that came to mind. Mm-hmm. They did the two different variant covers for Harley Quinn and um, Poison Ivy. Oh, they okay. were interlocking. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's digi- I mean, it doesn't look like a painting, but it's digitally painted. OK. This is not neither of that. <laughs> um, anyway, I just thought it was funny that Diamond uh, got this super wrong. What did you guys think of the issue? Brian. I did not think much of it, J.D., which is to say, not that I didn't like it, but that I don't have any thoughts because I did not read this. Oh, so issue. it's another part of the show that you have decided well, not to partake thing. in. That's the thing. <laughs> I thought to myself. <laughs> here's the, here's yes. the thing. Which of these things will I not partake not in? not going to say yes week? or no. <laughs> yes. But here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, did you read the book? Uh, as, a, well, as a willing participant of this I mean, <laughs> review show? The funny thing about it, JD, I'm is that <laughs> uh, is that yes, I did read the book. I read okay, it good. I read it immediately on Wednesday cuz oh, I I'm, I'm excited for it. Is that the books. top of the stack? Uh, actually, I it was a really big stack this week and it was the second was it the was X a, book the top of the stack? Hmm. Uh, actually uh, King Thor was. King oh. Thor? Oh, wow. King right. Thor, Event Leviathan, X-Men, and then Batman. Do you guys right. literally arrange your stacks? I always do. Oh, yeah. What, I, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. excited about to read first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. It's always the first, the most excited first, because of otherwise so, I might not get to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this was this was near the top of the stack because I'm genuinely interested in this mystery. I've been reading the, ti- like, Superman in Action Comics this whole way through. It's been mm-hmm. teased, teased, teased. And we have a fun mystery. I genuinely don't know who the hell event like leviathan is mm-hmm. um their plan seems to be kind of really fun uh and i like this group of characters and bendis is just kind of killing it the the art was a li- like there's a couple of really great pages in this book including the very first one kind of like visually showing um superman's 3d vision that in a way i've never really noticed it before mm-hmm. or that it's never that i don't remember ever seeing it that way before yeah, which was really really way, cool yeah. um there's a couple of really great layouts um, I loved the cliffhanger at the end, and I just—I I don't know—I loved all of these inter, inter, interactions. This was really, really fun book, but it was—it's a middle issue. It's mm-hmm. issue four of six. This is just like still laying plot down, and then it ends with a little bit of a slap. The next issue is going to be hopefully a little bit better. 
correct me if I'm wrong, two things happen in this book for me. Maybe I'm missing a really important third thing. But the first thing is, oh, Superman's not fast enough to stop whatever this implosion is, this teleportation mm-hmm. implosion, right? Mm-hmm. He, he thought he got a little big in his britches and he was like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be able to move at super speed and I'll be able to save Waller from whatever fate is in store for her. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not the case. And then the other thing is, the, other, the only other thing out of this entire book is, well, Lois Lane has a secondary team of de- detectives working the situation as well, right? Mm-hmm. Which includes, it looks like Elongated Man... Um, is that Harvey Bullock? That's Harvey Bullock in the back. Zatanna, Zatanna yeah. Deathstroke, female question, and I'm not sure if that is supposed to be Trevor. Wonder I Woman's would, Trevor. I would or guess Steve Trevor or, or is John, that Constantine? John Constantine. I think Steve Trevor because he's he's been a, he's been a part of this book. Yeah, they keep mentioning him for some reason. Well, he was he was the he was very featured very prominently in the first issue. Oh, was he? Mm. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, am I missing a third big thing of this issue? I don't know. What, you, what do you mean by a third big thing? Well, like I just a mean there's a or? lot of chit-chat in this book, but there's really only two things to take away, yeah. right? Well, I guess so. Sure. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Mm. I just want to make sure because sometimes I miss stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess so. Like, um, I, I actually, I liked, not, I thought the... I thought the conversation with all the people that were asked to leave the room is really interesting because they are all still suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a really fun conversation. I, I don't know if I've learned anything yet. That's mm. the thing. I enjoyed reading the entire issue, and it's very conversational in the way that Brian Michael Bendis, and only mine, Brian Michael Bendis, seems to be <laughs> able to put together. But at the end of the day, here's the two things I want to take away from it. Oh, actually, yeah, uh, something with Silencer. That was really interesting. Mm. That she, Yeah, somehow Superman can't hear Silencer, even though he can hear across the globe. Isn't that one of Isn't her things? Isn't that her power? Isn't that her deal? Yes. Here's the thing, though. My, here's my question. Her silencer. Do you, Len, do you know Silencer? Yes. She's part of the New Age of Heroes. Right. The new characters are created by DC, um, including also Sideways and mm. the big Hulk guy. Brimstone. Brimstone. Oh, the Brimstone, Brimstone as well. Yeah, yeah. But she's able to make everything quiet in her bubble, mm-hmm. which means no sound. Right. So how is she communicating with the person on the other end? Mm. Well, I mean, if they have communications, she... I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe it's part yeah. of her power. Yeah. Maybe. That's my <laughs> oh, that's I, my I didn't know. Uh, yeah. I, that wasn't even the thing that I was that I thought was interesting. It's the fact that she is witnessing all of these prominent people going, leaving, and going to Wayne Manor, which millionaire playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, which I mean, could potentially lead to dots being put together by whoever she's working for, because mm-hmm. we don't know who that is. Like, oh, yeah. Lois Lane just left Bruce Wayne's manor. Yeah, after Superman showed up, and now Superman's leaving. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. No, they make I, a that's point true. of it. Thank yeah. you. That is a good big third one. Thank you. I thought I missed something. No, this is going to be really, like, um, stories like this are sometimes difficult in issues. Uh, yeah. This is going to be a really good all Trade. the way through. I didn't hmm. read it, but I, I did, like, flip through the book, and the first thing that came to me, that struck me, was like, Something tells me this reads better mm. all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the, the entire book, I think, is supposed to take place over one night. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this has still been... This is still sh- they, were, they, they talked to Manhunter, whose name I don't really remember, the female Manhunter. Kate Spade. Thank you. You got it. That's a good name. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait. Yeah, she was just attacked That's last also, night. Is that her name, actually? Because there's a bag know. designer that was named that. Yeah. Oh, you're Am right. I, Kate Spade. You know what? 
Uh, I'm going to look this up while well the show goes on. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's, it's a solid issue. Yeah, this um, is fun. I, I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for this event, and I yeah. think it's going to be something that you probably could, when it's all said and done, give it to somebody and be like, hey, it's a nice little noir thriller in the middle of the DC universe, and you don't need an entry point for it, to be honest. Well, well wouldn't that depend on where it lands, though? Yeah. Because I would well. hate for this book to land basically on a cliffhanger to the next part what uh, I, and I think that's going to happen. I think where we're going to end up is we're going to find out who Leviathan is. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the big thing. And they are going to have changed the face of intelligence, quote unquote, yeah. intelligence in the DC universe moving forward. Right. That's where I think we're going to end up. I don't think it's going to be the end of whatever this it's, Leviathan this is. This is, is the reveal of the Leviathan. Yeah. It is Kate Spencer. Ah! Yes, Kate Spencer. Spades. Where Still you, a good name. Still a good name. Where do you stand, Noel, on the art, Alex Malev? Um, we were talking about this a little bit off air. I, I'm in between on him. Like, um, there have been times when I've absolutely loved his work, and then there's been times when it's so it feels so very photo referenced that it takes me out of the story. So, well, yeah. my two, <laughs> you know, my two examples <laughs> were um, uh, infamous Iron Man. Was oh, right. beautiful. Oh, it was yeah. wonderful. You could tell that he was using um, models and photography, but there were so many elements of the story that were hand drawn and painted that it was just it was it looked like a collage. It was beautiful. Yeah. But then there was uh, Scarlet, which I just recently read for the first time. The first one or the, the new first one? volume, the the large one, which is oddly very prescient for a book that came out ten years ago. Mm. I don't know if you guys ever read it. No. Um, but uh, it is, and I just visited Portland. It is so heavily photo referenced that it mm. takes you out of the story mm. hard. Mm. Right. Um, but it's a good enough story that you just kind of keep going along with it. So I, I don't know. I like, I've heard complaints. I understand them. I just, it's not a, it doesn't, um, from what I understand, he uses all of his own photography and his own models to, to kind of photo reference mm -hmm. some, or that's from what I knew. And it doesn't feel as egregious to me as Google searching porn faces. Greg, Greg, like Horn? Greg Land, Greg Land, Greg Land, yeah, yeah. yeah either or, yeah, <laughs> Greg Horn, Greg pretty Land. much, yeah, yeah, yeah. either of the Gregs. Um, as I was reading it, I came across because <laughs> I had mentioned before that I was like, I'm not really that big a fan of his. This was back during his Daredevil run, mm -hmm. right. Brian Michael Bendis Daredevil run, and I was like, everything is so static. Every punch, every kick yeah. looks yeah. like it's. He's, he's not a good action draw. Right. There's there's no motion to it. Mm -hmm. It's just a photo still. Mm -hmm. Uh, which I think in comic books is is a bit of a problem. Agreed. And um, someone, I believe, someone had called me out. And they're like, I don't think he does any photo reference. Blah blah. He's just drawing stuff. What? Uh, but in this <laughs> issue uh, of Event Leviathan, there's a sequence happening where the question is having a conversation with Manhunter, and I I looked at the drawing of the question and I went, okay. He's not even a part of the conversation. It's just yeah, like he's a figure in there. the foreground. Oh, he's just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. And I said, Oh, it's weird. He's got a face. And then I zoomed in and I was like, Oh. Alex Maleev left the photo reference that he was tracing. The layer was still visible when they went to print. So he was supposed to delete that layer of this person in a hat talking. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even, and it just it almost seems like he didn't draw it. He There's didn't like a, it. just he an outline of the question. He Maybe that's part of the mystery. Oh, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You're talking about like, the, like uh, photo references. I literally think a lot of his pages are Photoshopped filters yes mm. i mean they are. well if you, mm. if you flip to the next page you'll see the the car leaving wayne manor yes and that's very clearly just a photo of mm -hmm. a mansion run through a photoshop filter huh. now I'm and not, the car the car too listen 
This is a tough gig, man. Doing sequentials, hmm. I'm not going to pretend like it's a bad thing mm -hmm. to photo yeah. reference or, or use different tricks to sort of move your progress along sure. um, to get your paycheck. But you do have to keep – someone should have kept an eye out for, oh, look, there's an actual photograph that's been traced here. Let's delete that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised so, that I haven't seen more, like, about it, yeah. you know, and just, like, news or whatever. Comics yeah. news, obviously, but – yeah, I just happened yeah. to catch it. <laughs> well, you know why? It's a misnomer. But you know, because, because how many people have been called out for using, you know, uh, models and, and stuff like that, it becomes almost old mm. news. And yeah. to, and to uh, JD's point, you're kind of like, eh, it's what you did to, to get the job done. Oh, no, I mean just, just specifically the panel with question in it. Oh. Is like... Oh, like that, really that has noticeable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it would have, if anything, yeah. it would have been like uh, DC didn't do their job this week. Exactly, exactly. Ed editorial got this through. Yeah, yeah, like how did somebody not catch this? Not like how does mistake ever happen? Because obviously yeah. mistakes happen. But mm. to yeah, me, yeah, it was yeah. just sort of a fun aside. Like, oh you guys, yeah, 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 took yeah, out yeah, this yeah. little this yeah. faux pas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange number nineteen, written by Mark Wade, artist was Jesus Sayas. Doctor Strange life was changed by a car accident in mm. upstate New York. A new accident is going to change Stephen's life in just as big a way. Mm. So I have not read a single issue of Doctor Strange for this run from Mark Wade, as much as I do love Mark Wade's writing. And I like Doctor Strange's new outfit. It's oh, pretty, yeah. pretty cool. dope. It's pretty yeah, sleek. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but this was a really solid one and done. You can just pick up this issue, number 19, mm -hmm. and read a good, solid Stephen Strange issue mm -hmm. and not have to worry about the other previous 18, I think. Um, basically, we have Doctor Strange comes across a woman who almost she's being kind of haunted on the road by an apparition who purposely is crashing people like mm -hmm. he shows up mm -hmm. last second and makes them swerve off the road and hit a tree or something. Um, and she has her child there and her kid has some brain swelling happening. Mm -hmm. Right, the Fluid is filling his skull. Mm -hmm. So Doctor Strange which I like, of, I like about this story. Doctor Strange can't do his Ditko fingers and then yeah. just alleviate the pressure in the kid's brain. He has to actually be a surgeon. So he does what Doctor Strange has a tendency to do, <laughs> which is make a deal with someone to engage in some magics that will have repercussions later. Mm. Not unlike the back issue book report for Brian. Yes. Um, <laughs> Everyone's got repercussions, is what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, this I thought this was really solid. I'm curious to see what the repercussions are going to be. I thought the repercussions were immediate, which is he, he goes and he talks to this one. Is he a demon? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, the, 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 exactly what he the is. character design yeah. is just disgustingly so good. perfect. Yeah. It's so yeah. gross. He's just like a magic-y tumor. And I think yeah. he just hangs out by himself all the time. He's a tumor. Was my understanding. I just want to like, hang with him. A tumor with appendages and rotating books with body parts on them. Yeah, yes. yeah it's so neat. But he's like, listen, you can try this spell. Uh, I can't promise. It's either going to be. It's gonna, it reminds me of um, an SNL bit where um, who's that guy who left the show that you were just talking Norm about? Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald yeah. was doing the weekend update. Yeah. And he was talking about heartache medicine or heart attack medicine. <laughs> and he was like, uh, it's a medicine or a procedure that gives you tiny little heart attacks, which then hopefully prevent further heart attacks. <laughs> and he said something like, uh, the medication will either keep you from having heart attacks, or give you a giant heart attack. <laughs> um, and so I felt like that was reminded of this, where the mm. guy was like, well, it might fix your hands, 
or it might remove your hands. Yeah, it so, was. What was it the uh, your bond with magic? Yeah, there's yeah. a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. equal well, that, that chance that it will sever instead sever your bond with magic yeah. or exact cruel and irreversible punishment. You know? Yeah, so it was a couple of options oh, here. Either right. it's going to be great, it's going to sever sever your magic bond, or something or option C, mm. which I have a feeling is what yeah. will because they kind of left it open like there. Oh, there's still going to be repercussions for this. Yeah, and I think that over time. He is going to start finding his bond with magic is yeah. going away, but his surgeon killer is still there, and he'll have to make the choice. Yeah, I do like it's a cool though. Panel. It's a one. It's a splash page of his hands disintegrating, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, it's well wow. done. It's well um, done. I, yeah. I, I, but then yeah. it turns out. Yeah, but then even yeah. even better is that it's a it's a red herring because wow. the next page he starts growing new perfect hands, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. What did I you went into it. What do you mean by? It. I'm sorry. What do you mean by new perfect hands? So well, they were. he loses his hands. They they, dis- right, they dissipate. Right. I saw them dissipate. And then because they're damaged, the nerves are oh, all damaged right. from his yeah. um, car accident. The car accident. So yes. the first step of the spell is we're going to remove the shitty hands, and mm. now you're going to regrow better wow. hands. Wow. Which I thought was a really nice little fiddle diddle. That's some good art right there. That's oh, like, yeah, Jesus Sayas. Jesus Sayas is yeah, yeah. He's a monster. And very classic, like magic, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange kind of look and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Jesus Sayas actually started this run with him. They started. Uh, they started this run with him. Yeah. And I don't think that they're going to take away. So I have been reading this since Jump, and it's mm. spectacular. Mm. You guys yeah. should have should be on it. Yeah. Um, Mark Wade just has really, he has so much fun with with mm. Doctor Strange that uh, immediately at the very beginning of the run. Uh, he took away all of his power because uh, Jason Aaron got rid of magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he less. he decided to go into space and just collect mm. um, other artifacts from other worlds. Mm. Well, that was such a neat yeah. idea. Yeah, that oh, is I, cool. I read yeah. that for he, I read Yeah, that he got rid of yeah. magic on Earth. Right. So he's Not like, I'm going to go hang yeah. out yeah. Yeah, 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 and get yeah. some other magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. just been collecting like, magical artifacts and, and yeah. gaining more magic. Yeah. But um, the... Um, they took that as far as they could take it with completely rewriting all of the universe. <laughs> and now these last three or four issues have been these quick little character pieces about Strange. So like the issue before this was how much like a apathetic doctor could be just getting the job done and mm-hmm. people, you know, he's saving lives, but he's also not making friends. Right. Yeah. And then this one is very much a how far he would go to help a single person, including, mm. you know, destroying potentially himself and these and are potentially his ability to protect billions and billions, billions of, other, of people, other people just for yeah, just yeah. for one boy yeah. it, these are these last couple issues have just been beautifully drawn and just great little like one shots and i think they're leading up to rebooting the character uh that's what i'm hearing as well um but- see i knew the so i had already read a uh what they are up to next mm-hmm. with this character um do you guys already know or is it i don't um i don't May I say, without any sort of... I mean, of... I'll eventually read it. Oh, right. Yeah. But spoiler take alert, should we yes. give a spoiler alert? <laughs> I don't know that it even counts alert. as a spoiler. It hasn't come out yet. It's just like kind of like I read it on like a preview like or something. Like a sedation. Okay. Yeah, okay, so not even a... It, so the news is it's out, out there. It, the news is out, yeah. Just that he is going to be a surgeon again. You know that he's going to be oh. the Surgeon Supreme. I don't know that he will actually have that title. I don't think that's an official title. Surgeon Supreme. But so I knew I was like, oh, they're setting up the how he gets his surgeon skills back. Um, I I was a little surprised that he needed them. You know, like I was like, we are floating the scalpel and everything. Can you not just do the surgery with magic stuff? 
But I mean, I'm fine. No, maybe, you know, he needed to No, He can only do it by his hands because that's how he learned how to do it. Um, yes. It just seems like it's always weird. I, I kind of figure like uh, you could easily see Doctor Strange like during the course of getting his magic back, he can use his hands again. He just chooses not to because he's now the Sorcerer Supreme, not some surgeon. That's how I guess I always, in the back of my mind, pictured Doctor Strange. But it totally works this way too, you know. I guess it is like it is an interesting like square to circle. Like you, he has all of these infinite abilities, right? But a little telekinesis, really hand. you know what I mean? But yeah, like tele- right, telekinesis, right. it. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It kind of yeah. makes sense if you you think at least as magic is depicted in many comic books before mm-hmm. I, and I can't remember where I, I read it someplace maybe in Zantana or something but it was like about how magic is taking you're still taking energy from one place mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you changing it someplace else mm-hmm. so it makes sense that for him to do surgery you don't want to do that. You want to just mm. be your hands. I guess that there. makes it like Jean Grey. Maybe could. I was actually thinking this. Like if Jean Grey was there, he could just beam the knowledge, and she could telekinesis it. But magic is not telekinesis. They, you know, and they yeah. dealt with it a little bit in the movie, uh, right? When um, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's the what... the the guy that got his legs back, the character that got his legs back, that kind of put him on his path. He was using oh, yeah. all of the magic he could to get his legs to work. Yeah, yeah. Using it in other ways wouldn't. Hmm. Do that, and right. then I think they actually told him too. Like you could, you could use your hands if you want to, but right. it would just take. You, you have know, other more. It's important like repurposing magic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But and I'm totally fine. Like it was just an amusing thing that I thought of. Like it doesn't. <laughs> I like the fact like... that you spent like maybe an hour or two of <laughs> passive like brainstorming to yeah, figure yeah. out exactly how this would work. <laughs> uh, and an this... hour or two at, to begin with. The, yeah. <laughs> I have many papers written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, yeah. theses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thesi. I have... This <laughs> this series has been fun. We talked about Mark Wade already like a yeah. little bit today. I mean, he's a great writer. Just all uh, yes. around. Right? He's just like, so fun. Yeah. And honestly, the, the, the arc that happened before this, it really was like um, someone transported Galactus into a magical dimension and he was eating all magic, which was collapsing all of reality. That did wow. sound cool. So it was... Yeah. It was, yeah. it was yeah. This has been Doing something pretty wicked fun. Galactus. Yeah, mm-hmm. like... Uh, I, I would suggest people going back and like grabbing the, like it's if it's going to be tw- twenty issues of just kind of like solid Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend. And well, I he, like Doctor Strange a lot. Like mm-hmm. he never, he never quite got into like Marvel's maybe like upper A list. Never A list, no. right? You know, he's like solid Marvel character from way back, but he's not the Fantastic Four or Spider Man or whatever. Right. But he's you know he's a little more side. But I always thought he was cool, and it's nice to see him have. You know, like, he's not a guy that always has had a book, mm-hmm. you know, and I like that he has a book and that it's cool, you know, from what I hear. I might have to pick this up because I am, too, a huge Mark Wade fan, mm. but I tend to not follow him all on everything mm-hmm. he does mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel like, oh, he's doing, this is like... Uh, yeah. I'm not reading Archie. I'll tell right. you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. He, he's just, it's just not my it, bag it right now. It wasn't bad, though. Wasn't I mean, bad. he's got did a he new one Archie? coming out. Yeah, he, oh, did, he did know. Archie with Fiona Staples. Oh, I didn't know that. I read the first couple. Huh. It was fine, but it's like I'm it's not going to keep going. Thing. But yeah, the, yeah. he's still writing Archie. I think there's like really? a new one coming out. Wow. Yeah, because Ar- yeah, I think ultimately Fiona Staples was supposed to return for like a run. Sorry, I derailed you. Mark Wade. No, no. But but this sounds like fun because... The last Mark Wade that I collected was his Daredevil, mm. which was a bucket of fun. Mm. You know what I mean? Which I which I that. needed after Bendis and Brubaker's 
um, Daredevil, yeah, which yeah. I love, but was definitely like the deep morosity. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, um, I, I've read, I've read both of those runs. I didn't read um, his uh, or Wade and and Somni's run. You should read it, man. I, I read mm. the first like one or two, but it was always kind of like I'll go back. It was it it. I was like that too because I didn't read it as it was coming, mm. yeah. but then I I started collecting it and um it it's just. But he's I, just having so much fun, and it sounds like he's having yeah. equal fun on Strange. And I've never seen him write somebody like Strange before, mm-hmm. so that's why this is like, uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. He always does fun books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Mark Wade is dope. Yeah. All right, time for Thunder Rounds. Thunder <laughs> Round. Noel's going to start it off with Year of the Villain Riddler, written by Mark Russell with art by Scott. Godlewski and go. Um, so you're the villain, the Riddler number one, which is an arbitrary numbering because this is a one shot, uh, is fun as hell. These year of the uh, year of the villain one shots have been so incredibly surprising, and I seem to be the only one that's reading them. So I want to implore everyone to give them a shot. Sinestro one was actually really really fun. This one is a lot funnier. Um, Mark Russell is kind of doing a deep dive exploration into. Um, how the Riddler sees himself and how the rest of the, the world sees the Riddler. Um, him and his best friend uh, at the time, King Tut, uh, former villain, current villain, bad villain, are talking about how they have not been approached by Lex Luthor to give them a one-up and how to defeat Batman and how they <laughs> should be worthy of it. And it's the, just hilarity ensues. And it just like a lot of Mark Russell's stuff, it becomes a bit of a... It's over a minute, right? It becomes a bit of a uh, emotional gut punch as to maybe there's more to this character that no one's really using. This is really fun, fun one issue. End of round. Did I get it in time? Yeah. Okay. All right. I was trying to find a different alarm <laughs> for the because you're all like the alarm's not. No, I angry. think we, scary we figured enough. it out last week, right? End of it's round. End of round. Okay. Good job, Noel. Good job. Noel. I mean, I think you guys should read this. So, Thunder Round for Brian <laughs> Lieb. He's going to do Coffin Bound Number Two, written by Dan Waters, and art is by Danny D A N N I. You have sixty seconds on the clock. Go. I really enjoyed this book. I read issues one and two this mm-hmm. week, having thought they both came out this week, and uh, I didn't think I was going to like it at all. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. The art was great. The uh, the Phraseology was excellent, and I initially thought that the the whole higher concept of like I'm going to try to eliminate every trace of my existence. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and I can't say that aspect of it really grabbed me, but I didn't really care because there was a lot of cool imagery, like the the dude whose head was a skeletal vulture in a cage. Um, there was a certain kind of. Uh, magical realism about the whole thing mm-hmm. that I thought was excellent. And, um, yeah, the, the stripper who becomes an object, the, uh, you know, the, the Earth Eater was an interesting concept as well. A lot of cool concepts. I really enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. End of round. <laughs> I was wondering if <laughs> I was going to have to do end it. End of round. I like it. I was it. like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't hit that deep. <laughs> so, Len, it's your turn. Certainly. Batman Universe number three, written by Brian Michael Bendis, art by Nick Durrington. You've got 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Batman Universe by Brian Michael Bendis and Nick Darrington is the perfect amalgamation of Batman in the DC Universe 
Batman in the DC animated universe and Batman from Batman Brave and the Bold. Mm. Because <laughs> this is a Batman for all people. He is he's smart, but he's not like morose and mean. He teams up with the entire Justice League. I mean, this feels like the best <laughs> Justice League comic book I have read in I don't know how long. It's chock full of different settings going from Dinosaur Island to to uh, Thanagar to um, uh, Gorilla, Gro- G- Gorilla City. You've got Hawkmen, Cyborgs, Green Lanterns. It's epic. It's great. It's the best Batman on the shelves. And you should end of round. <laughs> yes, well done. All right, all right. What? what no, are you? Can we do yours well, now? I I was gonna push it off because I figured you might be interested in what happens at the end of this book. And Fine, maybe talk I will about be. I guess in, we'll find out. Talk about it in between instead of whatever. No, you're right. Uh, Noel's <laughs> gonna be talking about <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number twenty-eight, written by Nick Spencer, art by Francesco Mana. You got a minute on the board. Go. Can I see the timer? Because I want to do this one. Slowly. You're already three seconds down. Um. So Five this seconds. is issue twenty-nine. Uh. After issue 28, before issue 30. Ten um, it is a bit of a one-shot. Um, one-shot, one and done. <laughs> of Peter Parker and Mary Jane kind of going through the motion. She gets a job uh, out of state for a new movie. She's got to take it. He is wants to help. He wants to help pack. He wants to take her to the airport. He wants to do all of these things that a normal boyfriend, a uh, long-term boyfriend should do for the person he loves most in this world. Uh, but, you know, he's Spider-Man, so he is the flakiest son of a bitch in the world uh, and has other things to do. So this entire issue kind of goes back and forth of him wanting to do something. He has to do the right thing and Mary Jane convincing herself that it's not that big of a deal and back and forth. He misses the date to go help her. Uh, she's away. They're FaceTiming at the end of the day and he reveals to the audience in his head that he has a ring he was going to propose end of round nice so uh i got i got, I'm, I'm so glad we waited to the end of the thunder rounds to bring this up no ask me <laughs> uh because when you were i didn't read this issue but when you were telling me about it i got all sorts of sass about it i just i don't they went through such a rigmarole to get rid of mj the first time and did she made it, he made a deal with the devil to save Aunt May, even though oh, let, let the old bag die. And then um, we're going to get rid of our marriage. And so now he wants to propose again. And they're already back at such a point where he wants to propose. And I just hate it. I hate it so much. I don't. Well, I like MJ. She's a great character. Mm-hmm. I like her with Pete. Sure. But I just find it so frustrating that I feel like we just did all of this to get rid of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we're back in the defense. How long ago was it that the what was it one more oh, day? That was a while ago. I think ago. it was like 2007. Yeah. yeah. So you're already like, talking 12 years. Yeah. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Yeah, but we haven't really had any they have he has dabbled, right, mm. in other relationships. Mm. He has had no other long-term relationship mm. besides MJ. Now, is there uh, any Black room Harris. for you? Yeah, yeah, he was with Black Hat for And what about the woman uh during Spider Island? I said long-term. Carly. Was that not that long? I, no, I mean, it was like oh. a handful of issues. Now, oh, maybe right. maybe in publishing terms, right, it had right, been right, a right, year. Right, but that's right, right. 12 issues. Right. Maybe. Now, is there any room in your estimation for like, well, we tried something and we and everybody seems to really like it the other way. Let's go back. Sure. Yeah. Um, think Hal Jordan. Sure. Right. Yeah, they yeah, killed yeah, him yeah. off and then yeah, they brought yeah, him back. Or DC Rebirth. 
Yeah, but I mean, I think that's different than, I think relationship status is different than the death of a character. Okay, yeah. Did they do the death of Mary Jane? No, it's, well, I mean, they have several times, but (laughs) I mean, um, we're comparing things like Hal Jordan dying and becoming a villain, and then fans being upset that he became a villain and murdered Mm -hmm. the entire Green Lantern Corps. Right. That's slightly different. the entire universe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a little different than... Um, I'm not married. We like so it better this Jane. way. No, I was yeah. thinking more fan style. Like yeah. fans were like, "Ah, we liked it better that way." I don't know if they do or I not. Think, but, I think they yeah. did initially, but no one has clamored for it for the past like eight right. or nine years. Right. Yeah. Mm. I gotta tell you also with you know Spider Man, if people or any hero, if they don't know who they are, yeah, great. You know, like he really wanted to make it there on time, and and he didn't, and that sucks. But Mary Jane knows that he is Spider Man. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, hey, Mary Jane, this is why I couldn't drop you off at the airport because I was saving the city. You know? I, well, like, actually, it's it's pretty the the way that Spencer handles it is actually pretty nuanced. There's no she does not throw him guilt. Sure, it's okay. all internal on her part that you know she wishes, but she understands. Okay, and he does yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. He applies all the guilt himself of being like, okay, I know she knows why. I know I did make the right decision in the and. You know, he just wants both. I and just he can't have it, and that's exactly sucks. Okay. which is which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. nice dynamic. But then, sure. as soon as you got the you know kind of reveal that May slipped him a ring, mm. and he's like, "I want to do it right this time," and holds a ring out, it's just like, "All right, fine." Mm. Yeah, it's just so I've I've been there before. Mm. You know yeah, I'm but saying? maybe yeah, yeah. they're gonna do it a little differently. If I understand, if I remember correctly, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all read the read the comic. Um, this Peter is a little younger than yeah. he was when he proposed mm. to Mary Jane. They they used them up a little bit, mm. right? After I one mean, more day, so he, he lost so, a couple years. He was in so, like his thirties, and now he's in his twenties. So it could be, you know, but, doing but, it from a totally different perspective. But then Slot made him a millionaire corporate boy mogul. Yeah, oh, right. he's, but a young one. Yeah, because that his, was the whole thing. Because and now he's boy. and now he's like the old college kid because yeah. he's like early thirty. Early thirties, late twenties. late twenties. I mean, it's a it's a flip of a coin depending on who's writing them. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, right. Who's it, drawing? Who's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's he's about the age that he was when you know. We well, were my back thing there with Spidey is if we're gonna have him at peak Spidey, mm-hmm. it's love triangle Spidey. Uh. It's, um, I'm interested in this person, but this person's pulling my attention. But then also, I have to be Spider-Man mm. most of the time, and so. So I thought that they were setting that up with Black Cat. When? I, less than 12 issues ago. Like you had that whole reveal of her remembering a relationship but not his face. Yeah. And then they had those moments together. They were they were retroactively making their relationship more important. Mm. And I was waiting for like the story purpose of that to drop. And it hasn't yet. Coming? It, it I could. Know. I mean, it could be. It could be. Do the... I want it to? I kind of. It could okay. be. The, the, yeah. you, know, the, you know. I like Black Cat. Yeah, I like hmm. Felicia a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, funny hear, re, uh, hearing you talk about this story because I just like um, reread, because I wanted to finish it, because I hadn't finished, the um, Invincible, ah! Invincible's run, yeah, um, yeah. which I, is the comic book that w- was great. I don't know how much they stuck the landing, but I, I still I enjoyed it. it. Me neither. I'm like, I'm on I'm like collection there. seven. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. you got a ways to No, go. not trade seven. Ultimate Collection Seven, oh, so that's, oh, that's you're a close. little over halfway yeah, through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, relax. Um, <laughs> but it, it was cool you talking about like that story of how Mary J doesn't throw Mary Jane doesn't throw him any shade, because there was an interesting bit, and it's kind of like in the first third of Invincible when he's 
dating. Uh, I can't remember this blonde character that he's dating. Uh, uh, wasn't it like Megan or or? Wasn't her name Liz? Liz? Amber. 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 I wanted Amber. to say Amber. Amber. Her name a- is Amber. And they started dating when she didn't know he was invincible. I liked Amber a lot. And then over the course of them dating, she learns he's invincible, which means that he is now more or less free to be invincible. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, hey, I can't be here today. I've got to go to another planet. I've got to go see the world mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But there, there's a story bit in there later on where they both realize, hey, now I know that you are invincible and I understand that. But really... I didn't sign on for this. Yeah. I didn't I sign on for, like, you're gone for months at yeah. a time, yeah. and I'm supposed to just be cool with it. You went it. through a wormhole. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. yeah. Adversely, the start of this series, the Nick Spencer series, was um, Mary Jane making that choice, that she now knows everything, and she's jumping in with her eyes open with him. Yeah. Mm. So it's like the opposite of that. Like, that this is, is the opposite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So I don't know where they're going with this. We're gonna. I'm. I'm enjoying Nick Spencer's run. I'm gonna keep with it. I just. That's the one thing. Like, because it, it does feel like classic Spidey to me. This is the one little thing that I was like, meh. Well, I, also he didn't propose. Like, this is angst yeah. now. Uh, yeah. You know well, what I mean? So the, it, this could yeah. be all. He could literally wait until tomorrow though, and just he pop the question. Put it out yeah. there though. Yeah. Uh, also, too, I, I think personally, I've been losing steam on this since Hunted. Yeah. Hmm. That's what you yeah. mentioned, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move on. I'm sorry. I, my apologies. I just had some opinions about your Thunder Round. I mean, if people turn this on to listen to your opinions, I don't know who they are. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Ouch. Um, King <laughs> Thor number one, written by Jason Aaron with art by Asad Ribic. It's finally a return to the original team when they started the God Butcher, God Bomb series, which was one of my favorite all-time Thor stories. Uh, Diamond has this to say, seven years ago, Jason and Asad introduced the Thor of the far future, all father of a broken realm and a dying universe as he stood in battle against the Butcher of Gods, wielder of all black, the Necro Sword. Now that Nefarious Blade has returned in the hands of Thor's all-time greatest enemy, his brother Loki, for one final cataclysmic showdown. First of all, All Black the Necro Sword, does it get more badass and metal than that name? That's, that's amazing. Um, yes. But, oh, it does get more? It does. No. Oh. It can. Oh. They agreed with you that it, it doesn't. Can. I see. But it won't. This was great. This was great. Did you oh, guys like this? I did not care for it. Oh, tell me yeah, more. It was the exact opposite. I thought I was really going to like it, right? And now, two caveats. I read it in two sittings, one of which I was last night, and I was falling asleep a bit, right? Oh, so it's possible that I missed something. Been there. Right. And I started reading the God Butcher stuff, and similarly, I was like expected to be real into it, and I wasn't as into it as I thought I was, but I don't think that's why I dropped the book. I just like had other stuff going on. So there could be a lot of things that would be way cooler if I had read all of that stuff, but... I like where they go with Loki in the other Marvel comics now with him being less evil, you know? I like that a lot. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I also like it on a return to mythological roots level. You know, Loki is way more evil in Marvel comics than he is in mythology. Uh, There's some, like, influences from other uh, religions came in and kind of... But Mm -hmm. Loki was not... Is not, like, 
the bad guy, you know, right. in, in Norse mythology. Twirling his mis- mustache. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, I've heard it described like he gets them into a lot of trouble, but he also gets them out of it, right. you know. And the whole, like, Ragnarok stuff may have been added on by some missionaries, and, and Loki's part mm-hmm. may have been more evilized at that time, and definitely in Marvel Comics it is. So I like the probably Hiddleston-influenced yeah. good Loki coming in, right? I like that. I also, it's a small thing. But I think it's weird that his daughters are named, one of them is named Frigg, Woden's daughter. So that seems to mean that he named his child Woten, and then named they named their child Frigg, which is not that godly of a thing, right, to, re, to reuse a name. Like, Frigg is a different goddess in oh. Norse mythology. It's his mom, or not his mom, but one of Odin's wives. There's some complicated stuff, but she is a... Freya and Frigg may or may not be the same individual oh. in mythology, but she's named Woden's daughter, which is Wo- Odin, you know? Oh. So if he named his kid Odin or Wotan, it's weird to me, right? Oh. I don't know why that dude blew up the library, and that may be part that maybe they explained it and I missed it because I was falling asleep, but they're trying to save anything they can. Yeah. And this guy's like, I'm the god of bombs, boom, thing is done. Also, I didn't care for his phrase. Like, you've read enough books to know that if you're searching for an ending, you need to start at the beginning. That is how books work. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I just found myself kind of, like, drecking through it, kind of pissed that Loki was the villain. You know, My Loki thing, yeah. I, of course, you can't help but notice that Loki is a little different in, right. the, in millennia from now mm-hmm. than he is now where sure. he's hanging out with, with humans. Right, right. Um, that, to me, was they, almost everything is at an end. He has been alone for a very long time, yeah. and he has just succumbed to the darkness within him yeah. um, of, of just sort of ex- existing by himself mm. for so long. Why was he by himself? Why wasn't he with... Thor and mm, the other no. people. Oh, no. No has an answer. <laughs> this has been happening in backups in okay. Thor. Okay. How he's acquired the all black and the necro sword. Is it influencing him? from now. Um, yes and no. Okay. So he... It is a symbiote. It, it uh, was, yes. at one point, um, it was inside of Ego, the oh, living planet. Right. and Which they mentioned in here, yeah. They did. And, and yeah. Loki... And Galactus as well, right? Loki yeah, convinces, yeah, yeah. Over, over like a millennia, convinces Ego to kill himself huh. and then the necrosword becomes him like being worm tongue huh. it's talk about the long game it was yeah, same thing it's, with odin right i didn't realize that like, was one of loki's abilities but, like madness yeah. has has uh has taken hold and now he's influenced by this mega thing and it really is like uh he's at his wit's end the only two things that are still around are him and his brother yeah, that's he sort gets, of how I take the cosmic Ghost Rider. Okay. Like he was Frank Castle at one right, point, right, but right. now he's a completely different sort of character. He's yeah. insane. I guess it makes more sense if it had been, I don't know, like Volstagg or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't. But it's like ah, Loki's been good recently. And my personal thing, I so enjoy it when people who had problems uh, become friends or whatever. Yeah. You know that like to see it go the opposite way yeah. of like ah, Loki. It, here we are at the end, and your final score is negative one. Counterpoint. You know? Counterpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never seen any character in any comic, especially in like one of the big two, mm-hmm. take their own intestines, tie it to a hammer and the other man's neck, and then tosses the hammer into the sun. But remember mm-hmm. earlier when I was like, this was metal as fuck? <laughs> that was pretty metal. I actually looked at that twice because I was like, wait a minute. 
Did he? Yeah. He, he literally just, he, he takes his own innards, makes a makeshift rope, ties it around Loki's neck, the other end to, to Mjolnir, and tosses it into the sun. Oh my! Mm-hmm. I, this I missed that subtlety. Is, that is yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's not in the artwork. Doesn't I don't think sells it as much as it could have. As, yeah, yeah. But it, but it is there, and it yeah. is kind of cool. The the artwork also is something that I should really enjoy this artwork given like things that I like and mm-hmm. it for whatever reason just didn't grab me as much as something like this normally so, and stories that take place at the end of the universe also usually excite my interest right. and yeah you know I, I think really it was the Loki thing that kind of mm. just set me Sour sort you. of a, yeah and it's and it's not the fault of this story really it's just the fault of well I really like other stuff that's going on with the yeah. character yeah, yeah 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 I feel you on that because yeah. I too and this was me you know, um, taking my head off a little bit because I know I'm coming into this story, right? Mm-hmm. And this has obviously been going on for a minute. Mm-hmm. But for me to open up this book and, you know, I know enough about Thor that I know that, you know, every 20th issue he has to have the <laughs> final showdown with Loki. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So for him to be, to be opening this up cold and it's the final showdown right. with Loki, I'm like... Like what? Where the fuck <laughs> doesn't are we? get more yeah. final yeah. than this? So the only thing that really was thrilling me was like his daughters. I was like, mm. okay, that's kind of cool, you know, um, that whole thing happening. But maybe it's because I haven't read been reading it so much. But I think I just couldn't feel that invested mm. in it. And I think part of that is the art. The art mm. is good. It's not knocking the art. Yeah. And even the storytelling of it is not bad. But there was just something that it just still felt a little detached for me. And I just couldn't. Well, the art style is a little inconsistent, despite it all being the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it is sort of has a digitally painted touch. Mm-hmm. Some of it is yeah. pencil marks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like even the blacks are filled in with like pencil mm. scratches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's also these very sort of barren illustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which are just sort of almost just like tiny little sketches. Sketches. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it does feel a little inconsistent. That being said, I love Assad Rivik. Mm. I think this looks beautiful. I mm. love it. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I'm. Uh, I'm wildly biased because I've been reading all the ramp up to this, and. and in so much as just the last, uh, the last relaunch of Thor, just those mm. those fifteen issues with, with War of Realms, they've mm-hmm. been seeding just this specifically this this millennia from now, Thor and his granddaughters, and this, uh, eviling evilinging evilinging, yes, evilish That's sure e- evil evilinging transformation yeah. evil transformation <laughs> of Loki. <laughs> So it's it uh, those those things weren't much of a shock so much to me, but I could see that mm-hmm. if you're just walking into to this blind. And but uh, the way it ended, it was clearly a uh, direct callback to the entire thesis of his run with the God Butcher that yeah. hmm. all gods must die in order for life to thrive. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel about the return of Gore. The god, the god of god butchers. Yeah, they got, everything's um, god of a god. How many other yeah. god butchers are there that he rules over? I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> doesn't matter. He's the one. He's the one. He's I'm the only god. <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. But I mean, I've I've been reading on and off this entire Jason Aaron Thor run. It's one of my all time favorite mm. runs. Mm. So, um, I was I'm already sucked in. Like, mm. yeah. When when he showed up, I assume that it's going to because it, they they 
in those lead-ups, they've made it a point, too, that Thor has since restarted life on Earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see that there is primitive life on Earth. I think this is going to kind of, like, culminate in all the gods being gone. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then just life letting life without them. continue yeah. without them. Yeah, it'd probably I think, be better. And that's what that's what that's what uh, had Thor lose his worthiness. The the realization that Gore was right mm-hmm. that the gods are actually a burden to, to yeah. humans yeah. or to to humanity. <laughs> All right, Young Justice number eight, written by Brian Michael Bendis. This is the third Brian Michael Bendis book of the week. <laughs> Brian Art Michael Bendis book. Artist John Timms, lost in the multiverse, the heroes of Young Justice must stay together as they fight to find their way home. Too bad they're about to cross paths with their own evil lookalikes. Plus, the secrets of Ginny Hex are revealed, and a special sequence illustrated by Elena Casagrande Mm. gets set for some of the craziest stuff you've seen in years. I mean... I was ready. I was ready for some of the craziest stuff I've seen in years. There wasn't anything crazy. I've Uh, seen crazier. It was like, they're on Earth 3, which is the crime syndicate Earth, but because the crime syndicate has been missing from that Earth, now all of the Teen Titans evil versions are Mm. the mega lords of this new world, of this world, I should Mm -hmm. say, Um, which I don't think I've ever seen before. Even if they have existed, to me, they feel brand new and we haven't seen them before. I don't think that they have. My understanding was like... At least, like, classic Earth 3 was kind of like they were only the Justice League villains, mm-hmm. you know, the Justice League as villains. Yeah. And I think in Grant Morrison's Earth 2, it was sort of explained as, like, well, if the Justice League was bad guys, they would be the only ones. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, they're yeah. killing everybody else. Yeah. But um, I could see them having some sidekicks. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've got some sidekicks here. We've got Luther L., who is Superboy. We've got Speed Zone, who is the Impulse. And who else we got? Also, calling him Luther L., is a very cool. I did like twi- that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a that. twist on his like genetics and what have you. Uh, what's, oh, what's the, Amazon Am- Thunder. Amazon Thunder. Or Amazon Amazon. Amazon Thunder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was fun because I love evil versions of superheroes mm. on alternate Earths. Mm. This spoke to me oh, directly. Also Drake. Also oh, Drake, Drake, who is the evil Robin. Yeah, with, evil, with red evil red hair. Robin. Oh, he's got the red hair. Who yeah. I was thinking maybe he was Jason Todd. No, is that supposed uh. to be Dick Drake? Oh yeah, because his name is Drake. His name is right. Drake. Unless You're he right. just happened to choose that code name and yeah. it also really why works for Tim Drake. Tell, yeah. Tells him like at the yeah. end. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? That's a kind of. A cool I mean, name. that is a good choice. If he can't be Robin anymore, Red Robin well, is. Why would you want to be great, Red Robin? But, right. Red Robin yeah. is dumb. Also, Red Robin was better when he had the more red uh, Robin-y costume. <laughs> yeah. But now he's just Robin. You know? Red Robin it's was Spinks better when he was burgers. Robin. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind Drake as a name. I think yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. it's a little bit of um, hide in plain sight because yeah. his name yeah. is Drake. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, they really think he's going to call himself Drake if right. his name is Drake? Right. Um, so I kind of like that. I absolutely, 100%, do not like the costume, oh. which we have seen a preview of already. I um, like the costume. The I don't like. Brown. That's what I don't like about it. If that was black and green and maybe yeah. some yellow, but same design, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah, but it's but, brown yeah. and browner. That is weird. Yeah, I yeah. hate it. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. because because we don't know what his new name is going to be? I think it's, it's gonna Drake. Be Drake. Oh, so it is going to be. That's Drake. my yeah, understanding. Is yeah. a Drake, which is a bird brown. That, I mean, are robins red and green and yellow? Maybe. Well, I'm robins a legitimate are red, question. Robins are red breasted, though. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. So is are night wings blue and yellow? The Nightwing I know is, <laughs> but I'm just wondering. So no, is, that's it, a good is point. they Drake Brown? That's a good point. Yeah, 
But green and matter. black would look better. Wait a minute, it doesn't matter. All right, so Bats I'm, are not blue and gray. I'm looking up a picture of this. But they're black. I don't care about the color scheme. Sure. I think the outfit's dumb. No, the, the outfit's dumb. The outfit's dumb as fuck. It's, it's yeah, a, I don't like it. I don't like it's a it. Dumb looking costume. Um, I, I feel bad for Brandon Jackson shorts. Oh, who does? Did like he design this costume? Well, he what? just loves Tim Drake. Oh, he's like he's a guy a Tim Drake that you know. Fan. He's not a oh, Robin fan. He's a Tim Drake fan. I got you. So yeah, I feel bad but, for him then with the introduction of Damien. Oh, it's true. You yeah. know, because it's like Tim Drake is so cool, but what are you gonna uh, do with him? Um, I I don't like the like the the origin of the name. Um, the uh, male duck is the most dangerous fowl. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Now I looked yeah. it up. I th- it actually got me to look it up. Like, is it though? And it's, I mean, they're pretty dangerous. I mean, they're jerks. Oh, yeah. they're not like birds of prey. <laughs> they're just they're just well, assholes. The most dangerous fowl, yeah. right? Just fowl. All birds are not foul, are they? I look. I, I honestly don't want to get into semantics of it, but it yeah, was. Let's it save was that for our ornithology podcast. It was the kind of it was the kind of thing where I looked it up, but then immediately underneath it was Drake is often referred to in like other Latin texts for dragon. I'm like, uh, go that route. Go why does he have to? Why yeah. does it have to be? Uh, oh, uh, like a mandrake. Yeah, he could be called Man Drake. No, with a dash those, in the middle. Two words. Yeah, Drake yeah, yeah. Man. Drake Man. Drake Man. Oh, the Drake Man. <laughs> There's a. Um, uh, I'm looking at a, a website who now shall not be named, and it says, "How dangerous are male ducks anyway?" Young Justice number eight spoilers. I refuse to give this website any any props, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I like that everyone else is sort of responding like, nah, yeah. the yeah. world's. Mm. You know what though? We're not from Earth three. Oh yeah, yeah. who knows right. what's going know on what on Earth three? Drakes are great on Earth yeah. one. That's it. That's, I, <laughs> Good point. That's a stretch. Like Drakes, Drakes uh, are parts maybe, of gangs, and they the, just they murder the crime, children. The crime syndicate, <laughs> syndicate killed all the other birds on the planet except Drakes, <laughs> except for Drakes. So uh, now they are. Around, like, yeah. Kings of the crop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only male ducks. I don't know how, but only male ducks. <laughs> it's not as fun of a society. Uh, still, uh, still, but you know, I'm still giving it a bunch of bullshit, but this was yeah. a fun issue. I, I'm, I'm really enjoying Young Justice as a whole. Yeah, I, I also bullshit. really do legitimately, like, the name Drake, they're in a tight spot with Tim Drake, right? Like, yeah. how do we come up with something that still feels like it should be his name? Mm-hmm. And I think that they, that they did a fairly decent job, and we'll see if it sticks, yeah. but, yeah. I hope the costume doesn't stick. Yeah, yeah. I hope that, that's just I like a wholeheartedly agree. Well, you know, sort of like when Nightwing had the disco chest. Yes, yeah. the original. The, the first. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, I never thought his blue line across his arms would stick. Oh, I love it. Really, I was like a little, little basic. I hate dick. when they. I hate when they made it red. Oh yeah, that's. I did yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the blue. The blue is yeah. 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 dope. You're right. Um, all right, let's move on to last but not least. Did we really talk about the book? Oh, I said we liked. I mean, it's good. Not that much. But it was fine. Wait, well, yeah, well, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you guys book. how do you guys feel about the replacement? So, like, we started this book with art by Patrick Gleason, and it he's left DC. Now we've got hmm. this gentleman, John Timms, who's done the last two or three issues. How do you how do, how do we like his art? I was it's not a, too into it. A little busy. Yeah, it's a little busy. Um, not I mean not close up panels, but when there's a big action thing happening, uh, it's a little much. It's kind of hard to track what's happening. Um, but otherwise, I, th- I think the character designs are great. The facial expressions are interesting. The action poses are fun and a little um, over the top, which mm-hmm. is what you want from a comic book slugfest mm-hmm. from superheroes. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. It's got sort of a John Boy vibe to it, if you know. Who I believe, actually, wow, I think he did the variant cover <laughs> for um, for this issue. Really, I was giving a I was getting a Mark Bagley vibe what? from it. 
I was. Uh, but, with like but a straight line. I'm not a Mark Bagley fan. Hmm. I, I was actually getting a little bit of a... Uh, it's you're, not. It's a guy that I'm thinking of that is not Umberto Ramos, but sometimes right. reminds me of him. Oh, uh, Chris Bacla? Maybe. Hmm. Who I'm not really that... I don't know. Something about the facial structure or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just turned me off a little bit. Well, I, mean, I mean, it is a little Humberto Ramosy. Oh, Maybe that a is little. who I'm thinking of. And I'm getting him confused with the guy who I think yeah. I'm confusing him with. I, well, also, too, like, um, so, like, Tim Drake's jawline gets boxier yeah. by yeah. panel. Sometimes yeah. it looks like Bruce Tim. A mm. job, yeah, yeah. and then all it of does. a sudden it looks a little bit more like a flexi. It's, it's not detailed in some uh, it's in ways that I'm not. Yeah. Right. I like it. It's just... Yeah. And it fits because this young Justice so is trying to keep them because this sure. is a Wonder comic. So it, uh, oh, I that's kinda, true. It kind of so. reminds me of whoever was doing Young Justice when Peter David was writing it, which may have been Umberto Ramos. Says now that I think about it, Peter David, like Peter. when he started Young Justice. Oh yeah, like I way don't, I don't way think back. That was Ramos though. Yeah. Maybe not, but it had a similar like very mm, cartoony is the wrong word, but. Less detailed than some other yeah, things. Yeah, a little sketchier. Right, which in some cases I really enjoy. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly how to frame my my feeling about it. JD's just just left the building for a quick second, ladies and gentlemen. So while I have simply Noel and Brian here, let me have an intelligent moment and ask. Good to do. How do you- <laughs> He'll hear this later, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> gunk up with saliva. How do you feel about when you're reading a comic book and then it cuts to? an ad that almost looks like a oh, page. Yeah. Like the Batman, I mean, Hostess, it whatever. Was, or, it was yeah. a problem when I was reading Batman this week. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Batman because all of a sudden is very concerned about Snickers. There were, Snickers. There was a le- <laughs> really there were legitimate... It's, it's, a, it's a Batman Snickers ad that has like classic... Drawn, uh, classically drawn, yeah. um, Wonder or sorry, uh, Catwoman, Catwoman and Batman, yeah. and in this week's Batman issue, it actually had flashbacks of in, them in their <laughs> in their classic Selena, costumes. Do you remember the time like, when we recovered that Snickers? <laughs> it was, it's, yeah, I'm not a fan of it, yeah. but you know, whatever pays the bills. Sure, I'm specifically thinking about maybe it was a couple of months ago that there was a um a Snickers commercial mm-hmm. in the book mm-hmm. and it was about the character um it's the one that, that got that got all the flack about Wonder Woman like Batman and Superman were with Wonder Woman uh-huh. ultimately somebody turns into Wonder Woman mm-hmm. but it literally looks like a comic book page <laughs> uh-huh. and I'm like whoa whoa where am I this <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, I, yeah. and like this should be like I remember back in the day, there was decidedly something about those pages that was different, that yeah. felt like it's an hmm. ad. Hmm. You know what? I, they were one page, I, I, for one thing. So true. you always had something else right next to it. It's been like this yeah. for, for a while now. I remember like the first the first controversy of uh, Subway ads being like oh, yeah. full panel splashes or like mini stories inside. Mm-hmm. People flipped out. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Powers of X number four, written by Jonathan Hickman with art by R.B. Silva. As Cerebro does as it is intended to do, Sinister does what Sinister does best, and the future comes to an end. Wait, did the future come to an end? I thought there were more issues. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're done. That's the end of the X-Men. That's that. Also, I didn't notice Cerebro in there, but maybe I just missed it. Yeah, Cerebro does as it was intended to do. Wait, Sinister oh, Cerebro is the thing in the future, I think. Oh, right. what? Oh, right. I didn't know that until just now. I did not know now. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Also, I didn't know that guy was a guy. <laughs> I thought the blue skin person was of a female uh, biped. Wait, you think that that's not Cerebro? No, I think Cerebro is the little sphere thing. Oh, that's Cerebro. Yeah, because oh. they they are wondering is this going to do as we intend it? And I only think that because of the solicitation. Nothing in the comic led me to believe that that was called I Cerebro. No, thank you. No, I nothing. was I was on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew exactly what was going on yeah, up yeah, until yeah. X three, the X Men Year One Thousand, where I went, "What is happening? What's who is what?" I forgot. I mean, obviously that's the Phalanx, right? Which we've seen before, right, right, right. Um, but I didn't know what it was absorbing. But I guess Cerebro would make sense. Well, I think if I took it correctly, it was that. The phalanx can absorb technology from any culture, but not biological entities. So what these mutants want to do is get absorbed. And did do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to get absorbed. So what they've done is he has kind of transferred his consciousness or really just made a duplicate of his consciousness and put it in this piece of technology so the phalanx can absorb it. And and it worked. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's a merging with mutants. What's that? That piece of technology is... A Cerebro? Apparently. I mean, now that they call it that, that totally is what, if it's going to come from some modern-day tech, Cerebro would be the thing. A you know? Cerebro, not yeah, the yeah. Cerebro. Or, oh, right, or right. the Cerebro is the logical conclusion. Is right. This, this yeah. is Cerebro 1000, and these are the X-Men 1000. You know, that kind of thing. Because um, I think that's Neron, or not Neron, <laughs> um, Nimrod with them too, <laughs> like that that era's version of Nimrod. So they and the and the machines are now on their way to blending or or being totally cool with each other or what have you. Yeah, yeah. they're down. You'd think some mutant powers could help out with the let's become machines and upload into fail, like you know, forge or something. I don't know. But overall, awesome book. Once yeah, again. yeah. Except, except for my. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know if that's my fault or the writer's fault, but I was confused at the end. Hmm. Everyone else seemed to get it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Just now. Uh, well, the cerebro part just that's, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but over what happened? What happened? What I, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The, the them becoming worthy to uh, to be absorbed. Yeah. Because this whole this whole thing has been the man machine merging to eradicate mutants in mm. this far future so if they are becoming worthy to merge with this greater machine that is the phalanx then no i thought by this goal, time right? the mutants and machines were in it together and man was gone like human non-mutant human was gone and not from this book i just thought i remembered that from previous issues of powers of 10 1000 i gotta go back that was I my have, understanding i have throughout the run found the most impenetrable part to be the far far future stuff mm. the thousand year stuff the yeah. thousand mm. year stuff is sort of which is you know i think it's supposed to be because it's yeah, dealing yeah, yeah, with yeah. concepts in the far far future sure mm-hmm. um and it's using characters that i don't really know i don't really have an experience with right. as of yet oh you're right so and i am just like i'm pretty much along for the ride on any far far future so you know like yeah. I like the concept of like so far. How has it changed so mm-hmm. far in the future? Like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So yeah, I think we're bearing the lead too with uh, Sinister's introduction. Oh, that was fun. Yes, that, that was. was a bu- fun. I don't remember him being so hilarious. Wacky, <laughs> wacky. Yeah. Well, also, did he? Is he always a clones guy? Where he's cloning himself over and over? I think so. Is that or at least okay. I, I'd seen recent. it recent. Or I don't know how recent okay. it was, but I did see it back in Uncanny X Men when. They had rebooted it, like Kieran five Gillen. Years. Kieran Gillen. Mm. It was reboot. after Fraction. So yeah. yeah, it was Kieran Gillen. And mm. there was a bunch of sinisters. It was like a city okay. of sinisters. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they were all just slightly different or off kilter. Like... It's like copies of copies, and okay. they just all have their own like portrait. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
But that was, it was super a lot of fun. Yeah, I think if anything has been mentioned in any X Men run, it's up for grabs in this in this like all mutants together timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, this was cool. I, I actually, my favorite part of the book was the whole sinister thing and just that whole feedback and the 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 back and forth and. Now, have you caught up hilarious. on this? No, okay. I, I, I purposely okay. have not. Um, you know, much to. Brandon Jackson Shorts' chagrin. Um, <laughs> he was mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> because You know why? Because I'm, I honestly, I'm enjoying it. It's a beautiful book. You can't knock the artwork on it. Artwork nah. is, is, mm. it's, oh, phenomenal. It's gorgeous. R.B. Silva and Pepe Larraz, both awesome. Right. Um, I'm a Hickman fan. I appreciate all the the incredible concepts that he's putting into it. And I'm just along for the ride. You know, and and I'm enjoying it. What I may not quite be getting, I feel like I will get mm-hmm. as as mm-hmm. I go along. So mm-hmm. I'm fine. Uh, I trust him. Um, I he's a reliable narrator for me. Um, I honestly, while I knew of Mister Sinister, hmm. outside of maybe peeking into X Men a little bit over the years, I don't know that much of him. So hmm. this was the most Sinister. Hmm. So you know. As far as I'm concerned, Sinister's a great character. He was funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like yo, like, I need more of this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? By this guy writing him, so um, it's cool. It's a, it's a great. It's mm. it's a fantastic book. Uh, I also there was a little bit you knows pointed it out where the I think this is the second story with Xavier and um, uh, what's it? Doug Ramsey. I yeah, Doug Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Doug, um, Xavier. In his uh, safari hat. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a little, okay. Huh. Well, I mean, the the first time was like, I, as choice. Right. Um, this time it made me immediately think of who's that, that little old lady in Morrison's run. Who oh, my God, like you're Sandra right. Nova. She did yeah. it, Cassandra oh, Nova. Yeah. His, like, his twin sister. Yeah. There's a choice here, right? Wow. Like, Interesting. So this is it, all it plugged me together. up. In this storyline, yeah, could it even like go back to like that far? That wow. she well, was... this would, and this this like timeline is when they mm. first, you know, months X Men months ago. It's not even. It's like it's still year one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, or year ten. Sorry, it's year ten. It's X one, it, oh, so 10? it's year ten. Okay, which Professor is Xavier months ago from the start of this. All up and down. Professor Xavier has been weird. Yeah. All up and down oh, yeah. this entire series. Also, he can walk here, but not when they meet Sinister. And I wonder if that is like he he cured it, you know, some yeah. something about them all being together cured him rather than it just never happened. Or it could yeah. just be a, a a gag on how every time we oh, tune in possible. with Professor Xavier, yeah, 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 eh, yeah. he's in a chair, he's not in a chair, he right. figured it out, right. he's not figured it out. Hey, it is a back and forth with him. Yeah, yeah he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. sits. He gets up and down a lot. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> he gets up and down a lot. Um, but yeah, this was fun. Um, yeah. I just yeah. I think I need to reread the end parts mm. over again. Mm. The this far is, future. This is going to have a reread when it's all done. Oh, <laughs> oh for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. Sinister always was a regular guy who imbues himself with a mutant gene, right? Yeah. I in, think so. in always been. I also think it's interesting that so he's uh they said not that it matters, but his mutant gene comes from um John Proudstar Thunderbird. Yeah. Right? And it it found me I found myself wondering, so I assume that means he just has the X gene and it will express in Sinister however it will express not that he will have the powers right. of Thunderbird mm-hmm. I just thought that was an interesting thought yeah, basically yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah um, 
How do you think this is going to be collected? It, well, I'll tell uh, you how we it's going to be collected. This, it's yeah. going to be a hardcover with all 12 issues. It's going to be fifty dollars. Um, I imagine it'll be in the order of. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be in the suggested reading order. I should hope yeah, I mean, so. They do go out of the way. There's literally a yeah. reading order, so right. I can't imagine they would do. <laughs> right. It's all in one book, but. Eh. Here's the reading order. Hunt around in yeah. this hardcover. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, you know what? I, I I had a brain fart. Um, it, Nathaniel Essex showed up in the history of the Marvel Universe a couple weeks ago. Okay. It was I think in the 30s when his genetic experiments started. Yeah, because he's from the 1800s, right? Yeah. And I guess was like. Had managed to keep himself it alive. Was, yeah, it was okay, hundreds yeah, yeah. of yeah, a long, long time ago. He started right. his genetic was he experiments. Already and hooked just... up with Apocalypse in no. the eighteen hundreds. No, okay. Yeah, okay. he Sinister and Apocalypse are two X Men villains that I don't care about. Oh, really? I've never cared about them. I always liked Apocalypse. I've never quite understood them. You know, Mr. Sinister started out in the real world. The idea was that the reason he's called Mr. Sinister is he was originally a figment of a child's imagination ah. as what a villain would be, and that the child was the mutant. In, oh. Yeah. And then whoever created him, I forget who it was, went a different way like while they were writing it, but that's why he's called Mr. Sinister. Cute. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to help out the show, you can like and re review and rate us and all that other stuff. Share it with your friends. You could uh, oh, you could throw us some money. You should Ooh. go to you go to that's my favorite part. Yeah. You could go to patreoncom slash destructo or coffeecom slash destructo k o f i dot com. Uh, you can find Len. Hey, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram at the bat triple, Twitter at the bat. Tri Tribble or Black Tribbles, any place on social media. And you can also like and follow my Instagram um, comic strip, Batman Whiteboard, where I draw a lot, a lot of fun. I took the week off because um, I was I was gardening. Um, but uh, you can check that out. And I'm a podcast producer by trade. So if you want to hire me, go to lencruzweb.com. That's L E N C R U Z E W E B dot com. Dope. Brian. I am found at brianleebdesign.com, B-R-I-A-N-L-I-E-B, -E as in boy, design.com. Oh, you can find me on social medias, uh, most likely Twitter, at Mr. Bartocci, M-R-B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I. Yeah. Also, if you want to email anyone on the show, you don't have to suss out their personal email accounts. You can just <laughs> email them at coltspopgo at gmail.com uh, instead of stalking them. Uh, and their personal emails. You could just send it to the show and we will make sure that they get it. Thank you so much for joining us and we will talk at you later. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA. Yeah. 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 Yeah.